Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Are you in a crazy-making relationship? Feel anxious, angry, and unsafe? Welcome to Save Your Sanity. Insights, skills, strategies, and inspiration for emerging empowered from toxic relationships and breaking the bonds of emotional abuse. Keep listening. We'll figure a few things out. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. In this episode, we're going to talk about how narcissists create situationships, not relationships. And that's an important distinction. And you may think it's it's not worth making, but I'll tell you, I'm going to give you 25 ways that it is worth making. And it can be very eye-opening if you are open to hearing it. So I hope you are. If this is your first time with me, welcome. And if you're returning, I'm glad you found value and came back. Now, a relationship is the state of being connected. But a situationship is more coexisting than connecting. You know, there isn't that desire to be connected in a healthy way. In a situationship, you will soon see how these things play out. So a situationship first is transactional. It's always somebody angling to get something done for them, to have some lack of responsibility or accountability. I'll do this for you if you do this for me. I won't do that for you because you did that to me. It's all very transactional. When we're in a relationship, it is much more global. No one's keeping score. No one's doing a tit-for-tat situation. That's just not the way it goes. Now, of course, there are all kinds of gradations in between. But when you're in a situationship, it is all tactical or almost all tactical. When you're in a relationship, it is like who's counting. And that would be the ideal situation. The second one is that in a situationship, everything is kind of kept on the surface. You don't go very deep because if you go deep, The other person doesn't want to go. We just want to talk about what's happening right now. We don't want to talk about past incidents. We don't want to create too much of a future, except in the case of hijackals. They would love to future fake, get you engaged in an idea that's going to happen, get you excited about it. It'll never happen, but they will get into that planning or giving you the illusion that they have a long-term plan. But that's a situationship. In a relationship, we have depth. We can go deep. We can sit with each other in the depths. We can become curious. We can lean in. We can learn about each other. A situationship, not so much. They want things just to be on the surface. Do for me. Do what I want you to do, and we'll be fine. But, of course, there's not going to be the three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship that I outlined in episode 115. So situationship is different, and it feels different when I say it, doesn't it? A situationship. Okay, we find ourselves in this situation, but it doesn't feel like we're deeply connected. 
We may, one of us, belonging to be deeply connected, but it doesn't have that feeling of connectivity and care and collaboration and equality that we must, must have. <clears throat> so it becomes quite logistical. It's all about having conversations about picking up the kids or what time things are going to happen. But there isn't any multidimensional, well, you know, would that be easy for you? Is there something that could be easier for you? Could we work it out a different way? Going to that depth, <clears throat> it's just not available to you. Because in a situationship, you're just not that connected. And there isn't a desire to be more connected either, if you really look at it. So there's three. Now, the fourth one is in a situationship tends to be really muddy boundaries. If there are any boundaries at all, they tend to be very porous, very malleable, very negotiable. Sometimes they hold, sometimes they don't. That'll never work. <clears throat> You'll never have trust and respect with that situation. But in a relationship, boundaries are encouraged. I want to know what's important to you. I want to know where the edges are. I want to be able to, to give you that gift. And for those of us who have been in hijackal relationships, you know there is no willingness to have a boundary. And if you set one, the idea that you're going to hold it makes them laugh. You know, they just don't believe that there is anything that should stop them from having what they want or doing what they want. So you can see that you're not going to have a relationship of any depth with a hijackal. You may think you do because the beginning seems to have some depth, but it faded, didn't it? It kind of receded, isn't really there and available for you. Important to see. <clears throat> now on the romance front, a situationship can be somewhat romantic. It can be... <clears throat> seeming to be going somewhere. It can, and I'm talking romance, not sex. You know, it can seem to have a future. It can seem to be stable a little bit. And a relationship keeps the romance alive. You know, we're interested in each other. We are curious about each other. We want to play and learn and grow together. Very different than someone's going, no, it has to be my way, the way a hijackal would serve it up, as opposed to someone who says, let's us decide together. You know, two people, two emotionally mature adults making decisions in ways that honor both people, that's a relationship. But a situationship is what you'll find yourself in with a hijackal. Now, in emotional intimacy, it may be very sporadic when you're in a situationship because they go and they get close, but then they get scared and they go away. So that intermittent emotional intimacy, we're in a relationship, a real relationship between two equals. We're going to have growing emotional intimacy deepening emotional intimacy that comes from the curiosity of wanting to know more about who you are, how you process, what you need, what you want, how can I help you, what are your dreams, is there something I can do for you? Big difference. And if we settle 
for a situationship, boy, we're leaving a lot on the table. We really, really are. And I hope that by going through these 25 things with you in this episode, that you will see that. And if you begin to see things and you think, oh, you'd like to talk to me about them, you can do that. I have a one-time new client one-hour offer at beaclient.com. You could talk to me for one full hour for $97 at beaclient.com. So we can talk about these things. If you listen to this episode and realize that it it is described as a, as I am describing it as a situationship, it's good time for a good long hard think. Is this enough for me? Is this what I want? Is this okay? Is this satisfying, gratifying, a good model for my children to watch if I have them? So important. So a situationship tends to cause more anxiety because you're not you're not sure what's going on. You're not committed. You are not making agreements. It's all very tentative, and it might happen. And you find yourself saying things like, well, I'm not sure, I don't know, or maybe. Where in a relationship, you will feel secure. You will feel secure that if you don't know, you can ask your partner, and your partner will reiterate, and you'll have another discussion, and it will get deeper. But in a situationship, no, the anxiety is part of the deal. If I don't get too close to you, you can always be a little anxious. I might leave, and therefore you may be more pliable, or maybe you'll feel like you don't matter. And that's what I want you to feel. Not I want you to feel. That's what your partner wants you to feel when you're in a situationship with a hijackle. Very good to make that distinction, too. Okay, so you're feeling anxiety. Where is this? anxiety stemming from? Where is it entering into you through the relationship? Are you uncertain of where the relationship sits, where the relationship is going, whether the words that the hijackal says mean the same thing when you say them as they say them? You know, that causes anxiety. And security is saying, you know, I can have a good conversation with my partner and I can wrestle things to the ground, figure things out. I don't feel stupid if I go back and say, you know, are we clear on this? My partner wants to reiterate. All of those things are healthy in a connected relationship. And that relates to number eight, which is in a situational ship, it causes uncertainty. You never really know where you stand. And that's often where the anxiety is coming from. You know, are we moving forward? Are we okay? Is there something in the way? Do I have to give up too much of myself in order to get anything over time? Is there any kind of reciprocity at all? And you ask yourself that question because the uncertainty is always there. When you're in a relationship, it's growing, it's evolving, and you're talking about it. Now, of course, there's shades gray between each of these ends of the of the spectrum, but you want a relationship. I'm sure you want a relationship where you feel like an equal, 
You feel that there is free reciprocity. You feel there's mutuality. But when you really think about it in terms of these 25 things, many of them are situationship, not relationship-based. So number nine is that a situationship causes confusion. No, nobody really wants to name the relationship. You may have even gotten married and you think that, you know, we can be a married couple, but sometimes the hijackal doesn't even feel secure in that relationship. And so there's some confusion. Where are we? Are we a couple? Are we on a break? Are we getting better? Are we getting worse? It's always a guessing game. So that confusion is perpetuated and you cannot establish trust when you are in a, in a situation where there's anxiety and uncertainty and confusion. You just can't do it. So that ability to feel secure, to be growing and evolving together, and then establishing trust is not available. Not available. You want to believe it is. You really want to believe it is. But it isn't available. It just isn't. Now, here's a big one, number 10. A situationship will be more about the sex than about the love and the emotional connection. You may find emotional intimacy in the beginning of every relationship with a hijackal, but it will come down to over time being more about sex than it is about uh, the emotional connection and deepening that. And so therefore, the emotional intimacy is created in a relationship where there then becomes safety to go deeper with each other. Right? Very, very different situation. And number 11, I know this sounds harsh, but situationships are about convenience. Really about convenience that the person doesn't want to really commit to the long term. They might say so, but you know they're not fully committed. And they don't want to um, really jump in and give you any hard and fast answers. So there'll be some future faking going on, but there will be that convenience factor. You know, that old song about if you can't be with the one you love, love the one you're with, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, well, you'll do for now or it's good enough, but that's not going to make a relationship. Again, it's a situationship. And, in a relationship, it's not about convenience. Even when things are inconvenient, you're there for each other. You work on it. You muddle through. You discuss things. And it's not convenient much of the time, but you do it anyway. And number 12, I know I'm giving them to you very, very quickly, so you may have to listen to the episode again. But number 12 is that situationships are kind of predicated on the short term. They may marry you, but they may also be one foot out. You know, in my book, Kaizen for Couples, um, Smart Steps to Save, Sustain, and Strengthen Your Relationship, I talk about what I call a hokey-pokey relationship. You have one foot in and one foot out, and that's what it's all about. And hijackles... Um, and anyone, narcissistic, loves to play that uncertainty game. I'm here, I'm not here. You do what I want or I'm gone. You do it my way or the highway. That whole thing, which 
tends to be short-term gains. You never feel stable and comfortable that it's going to last, that you can relax into it, that you're safe, that you can settle in and, and grow together. You just don't have that experience. And that makes things super difficult because you want to. You want to be able to trust. You want to love and feel loved. You want to be able to entrust yourself to someone. You want to know your secrets are safe. It's safe to risk vulnerability. But it isn't in a situationship because you've always got one eye on them. What are they really doing? You know, and you're, you're uncertain. And at any moment, they will change course. So you're going to have that short-term, it's okay. Long-term, not so sure. Truly not so sure. Okay, number 13. A situationship leaves space for cheating to come into the partner's mind. Are they cheating? Would they cheat? Have they been cheating? Am I reading the signs correctly or incorrectly? What's actually happening? A situationship has no, no trust factor in the sexual department, the commitment department. And so in a relationship, you know, there, there, there is partner um, partnership. It is defined. You've talked about it. You are true to one another. Yes, of course, sometimes people cheat. I'm not saying these are hard and fast rules. I'm saying that these are the differences, the bold differences between a situationship and a relationship. And if you want to talk to others about these kind of things, come on over and join my, my Emerging Empowered community. Come into joinintoday.com and talk with others in our discussion groups three times a month. Members get an opportunity to join a group call and ask me their questions, too. So come on over to joinintoday.com. So if you're in a relationship that now seems to feel this could be a situationship, I'm really doing my job in this episode because it's different. What you were hoping for, what you see in other people that you long to have in a relationship may be unavailable to you in the situationship in which you find yourself. And you so long to have that relationship that you keep hooked on hope. You know, I've done several episodes around hooked on hope that the person you fell in love with is the real person. But when you're dealing with a narcissist or any hijackal, the person you fell in love with is the love bomber. That's not the real person. The real person is the one who's showing up and causing you all kinds of second guessing, questioning your sanity, and causing you grief. It truly is. So number 14, situationships run hot and cold. It's okay now. I don't want anything to do with it. Now I want everything to do with it. Oh, I love you. Oh, I don't know why I bother with you. It's back and forth and back and forth. There is no stability. And so in a relationship, it's generally warm. It's generally open. It's generally caring. It's not hot and cold. It's not the extremes. It's not the black or white or all or nothing. It's generally, huh, okay, tell me more about that. A very different way of being with another human. 
Number 15, his situationships are with people who are emotionally unavailable. They don't want to be close. They want to be aloof. They want to be distant because they think it allows them to rule the roost. It allows them to have power over other people. So situationships are based on emotional unavailability of one partner often. Where in a relationship, you're totally emotionally available or working on being emotionally available if you haven't had that experience before because you value the fact that somebody is totally there for you and you feel secure so you can be totally there for them and you begin to realize the richness of a healthy relationship. And if you're with a hijackle, it will escape you. It's not there. It's a dream, but you can't grasp it. It's just unavailable because hijackles are emotionally unavailable when push comes to shove. They can put on a good show, but when it really matters, they are emotionally unavailable. Number 16. Situationships lack clarity about the emotions and what they mean in the relationship. You know, if I say I love you, what does that mean? Well, one party thinks that means that I'm, I'm here for you. I'm going to be here forever. And we have something good going on. The other one is thinking, oh, that's what I'm supposed to say. Now I can get what I want. Vastly different. Vastly different. And it becomes very unclear. And because you don't have emotional uh, intimacy and maturity with us in a situationship, you can't have those deep conversations. You say, what does that mean to you? How do I, how do you calibrate when I say trust? What do you need to trust me? What do I need to do to be trustworthy in your eyes? You don't have those meetings of the mind conversations. It's always a lopsided. They are always wanting to dominate. They're always wanting to make you wrong. They're never willing to take accountability or responsibility for what they do. And they will not ever allow for there to be equality in the relationship. And that's a sad fact. Equality meaning that my feelings are as important as yours. My needs are as important as yours. My dreams are as important as yours. That kind of equality. Number 17, in a situationship, you're going to get a limited, limited or no commitment. Maybe it'll look like commitment. Maybe we'll move in together. Sometimes they even marry people. Many times you'll find that narcissistic people have, um, have a poor track record of staying in relationships because people get burned out with them very, very quickly. So a situationship will have limited or no commitment value as opposed to a relationship that can make a commitment and keep a commitment, wants a commitment, is ready for a commitment, enjoys a commitment, sees it as a rich, expansive experience, not being hogtied. And that's emotionally or, you know, however they perceive it, but you can see the difference. You know, one is pulling away. I don't want to be that nailed down. And the relationship one is saying, no, 
I'm ready and I want to be closer to you. I want to grow together. Number 18, a situationship is instable. There is instability all around the relationship. It's volatile. You never feel comfortable. You never feel safe. You never feel like you could say anything or ask any question in a reasonable way without somebody going off like a Roman candle. You know, there is that instability. And you don't know where the edges are. Because in a relationship, you get to know each other. You know, this bothers a person, so I'm going to be gentle around that or I'm not going to do that or whatever because I care about you. But in a situationship, you can think that you've got it. Okay, I know what to do. I know what not to do. And then they change the rules because they can't stand being known to that level. And so you begin to see that this lack of stability is just situationship material. Not good. Number 19, you can have ambiguity. Again, with the confusion, but the ambiguity means, is it this or is it that? Like, do we have a date? Are we getting married? Are we going in a healthy direction? Are we having children? Or aren't we? Because we kind of infer it over here, discuss it a little bit there but we never nail anything down. So there's this ambiguity. And again, hijackers love to future fake. So they'll say anything. Yeah, we can do that someday. That would be wonderful. They have no intention of doing it, but it draws you closer for the mi minute and they get what they want. We're in a, a relationship. You will communicate deeply and well. And he will flesh out conversations and he will take them to their logical conclusions over time. And you will really feel like the relationship is deepening and growing and broadening. And it's great because you feel more and more secure. But with a situationship, it's all kind of amorphous. It's I don't really know what shape it's in. And it's very uncomfortable, it's unsettling, and then it contributes to that uncertainty and anxiety and confusion that I spoke about earlier. Are these things beginning to register as, as uh, situations in which you've been or situationships you know, that you have been in? Because this is important to know. You know, if you find value from from the uh, the podcast, I'd love for you to go over to patreon.com slash save your sanity and share a little uh, money there to keep the show um, in all the places that it is. And I really appreciate that. If you find value and you respond by giving value, do that at patreon.com slash save your sanity. Now let's look at number 20. In a situation shift, we have an imbalance of power. If you're with a hijackal, hijackal always wants to be right, always wants to be the one who knows, always wants to be the one who wins, gets their way, is the arbiter of what's good and what's bad, always that one. But in a relationship, again, you have equality. I'm interested in your thoughts. You're interested in my thoughts. I'm interested in why you think that. You're interested in why I think that. In a situationship, no. I, I am the arbiter of truth. There's a wonderful song 
old song now by Michael Byers, but in it he says, you know, why are you arguing about whose truth is a little more true, right? You don't even get that opportunity when you're with a hijackal because they honestly believe that they are the arbiters of truth. And what you think or say or want or need doesn't matter in the end. They can give lip service to it for a little bit, but it doesn't matter in the end. And then number 21 is insecurity. There's always going to be insecurity in an unstable relationship. And you're always wondering, is this going anywhere? Are they coming home? Will they do what they say they're going to do? Do they care about me? Do they not care about me? Are they right about me? Am I a terrible person? You are always feeling that insecurity. And yet in a relationship, you feel secure. Like we've made agreements. We've talked things through. We're secure in our ability to problem solve, in our ability to manage our conflicts and find ways out and through. And you build security. But in a situationship, it is lopsided by nature. And you're always going to have a certain sense of insecurity. Number 22, situationships have some secrets in them. There are things that are withheld, things that are not discussed, things that have not been truthful. But there's some secretiveness going on. We're in a relationship of connectedness. Not so much. Your things are not being withheld unless it's your surprise birthday party. You know, now I, I'm really aware that I'm giving you the worst and the best, right? And they're all shades in between. But I just want to point these things out in case you haven't thought of them before and see how many of, of the things that are in the situationship column actually apply to relationships that you are in or have left or are thinking of leaving. Yes, that's truly important. And remember, if you ever want to talk to me about that decision, go to beaclient.com, beaclient.com. Okay, number 23, we're almost through it. Situationships tend to be one-sided. There's a winner and a loser. There's one who takes up far more space and takes the oxygen out of the room to withhold it from the other. Situationships, they're not based on, on that kind of um, equality that everybody wins. That's not their nature. And so their one-sidedness, there's not going to be reciprocity. There's not going to be that natural, I guess I want to do what I can for you. And yes, I want to do what I can for you as well. It isn't like that. One wants to take, the other one overgives and overgives and overgives. It is pretty much on their last gasp of air, realizing that they have overgiven and received very little. And now what do I do? And number 24 is in a, in a situationship, there is very little investment, true investment, of our time, our energy, our deepest thoughts, our vulnerabilities, it may be quite surface, not any depth. We're in a true relationship. We're really building a connected relationship and knowing each other more and more. We agree to invest. 
We're interested in investing. We're building something together, and we're excited about it. And the blocks go in from both sides. Very important. And the last one, 25, although I probably could come up with 25 more, is a, a situationship is based on kind of vague expectations. Nobody wants to nail anything down, particularly in the hijackle, because, oh, we don't want to be held to it. But in a relationship, you will make agreements and you'll define expectations and you'll discuss them and you'll come up with creative ways to meet in the middle or meet each other's needs or support each other's dreams. And you will do that. So here we have like 25 things. And as I said, I'm sure there's another 25. I just put my thoughts to it for a little longer. But a situationship can become a relationship. Now, whoa, don't get too excited. As with a hijackle, it's highly, highly, highly unlikely. But for those who are not with a hijackle, a situationship can become a relationship when both parties agree they're ready for a deeper emotional connection. When both parties agree and know what it looks like to be ready for a deeper emotional connection, when there is a true demonstration of trust and trustworthiness, and you're clear it's not a promise, it has been demonstrated and sustained. Yeah, that's the thing. I always laugh out loud when I read or I watch something on TV, maybe maybe something silly like um, divorce court or paternity court or, you know, something that's dealing with people and their relationships. And you just watch a hijackle say, well, I am a changed person. And I thought, oh, yeah, in 30 seconds or less, you are a changed person. Great, I'll check in with you in eight months and see if you've sustained the change. And if you have, I will begin to believe you. But we need that demonstration of trust and trustworthiness in both directions. And it could shift a situationship to a relationship if there's a demonstration of respect and respectability on both sides. And an agreement can be reached about sustained and mutually decided upon ways to relate to one another, to craft a future based on shared values and a shared vision for what life might look like. All of that's possible, but it has to, has to, has to, has to, to shift a situationship into a relationship. There must be the big three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship. Equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. And if there is no sustained dem demonstration of equality, reciprocity, and mutuality, you will never have a healthy relationship. Bad news. But the good news, if you see that that's clear to you today, you can start on a path to say, Hmm, what I have is not a relationship, it's a situationship, and I'm not going to settle for it. It's not okay with me. So I hope it's been helpful, because these are important things to hear, truly important things to hear. And until we speak again, take very good care of yourself. 
because you're precious and you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some insights, ideas, and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with $1 or $5 each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Also, learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my Emerging Empowered community, subscribe to this podcast, find my books, all by visiting EmergingEmpowered.com. Talk soon!